And we're let's get rocking. Oh, sorry, wrong character. <laughs> Who was that character? That's my uh, other ego. Um, Would you like to name him? Yes. His name is Sean. Bill Snyder. <laughs> Bill Snyder. Yeah. Bill Snyder, the science guy. That's it. Yeah. Anyways, we're off to another amazing start with this podcast, as always. We have no chemistry. Who are you? It's <laughs> a so funny story. I was in the alleyway. That's how I met the. Anyway. So uh, for anybody just joining us, Sean's in Boston. I'm in Los Angeles. We're doing another episode of Shoot the Shetty. This is amazing because we started this a year ago. Now it's actually picking up. People are listening to this on Anchor. And... Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because this episode, we're talking about endings. And this is our last podcast. So this is, this is pretty fitting. <laughs> now that people are listening, we're going to cancel this. Wait, are we talking about the Avengers again? Uh, yeah, we're talking about the end of Avengers. <laughs> the, the post, post. Let's just melt this as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Theron likes to uh, milk the nerds out of their money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about endings of TV shows because Game of Thrones ended this past week and it's everywhere online um i stopped watching after season two so i'm just gonna pretend like i watched not, it. not just online I, I think homeless people are talking about it i think uh people in the sudan really care about the uh, the ending of game of thrones so uh it's definitely a lot of a lot of talk well first of all well let me ask you this how come people are so into game of thrones because I stopped watching after game season two. And I only started watching because I was with a, my girlfriend at the time, wanted to watch it. And she was like, this is our show. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, let's uh, let's get your perspective. I'm someone who watched uh, Game of Thrones in the middle of the first season. And uh, I became hooked. But uh, let's get your perspective on what what you got out of it when you watched it. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it moved slow. Um, the the parts that I liked was like I think the end of season two, whatever I saw. I don't know if that's the right season or not. When they attack like this ice fortress and they're like giants and like they're pouring, it looked like a movie. Um, so I, that was really cool. But I was like, God, I have to watch this entire season just to, you know, get to this point. So I mean, I guess I wasn't invested in the characters jumping in season two. <laughs> Or the story. Yeah, so you didn't like anything about it. <laughs> well, there were Avengers in it, like that part. No, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I, I, I wouldn't. People were like, "Oh, you should catch up," and I was. I'm not going to spend the next year of my life trying to watch these, you know, seven years of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and thanks to D and D, you uh, you didn't waste Ooh. your life. Uh, because uh, the rest of us who were invested in it were kind of let down. And uh, after we invested eight years of our lives uh, on this TV show, um, but I'm just being hyperbolic, uh, using hyperbole. Um, really what I loved about it was that, uh, yeah, it's kind of this fantasy sword and sorcery 
type of thing. But the way George R. R. Martin wrote these books is that he it was really character based. You know, you had these good peoples like the the Starks, and then the evil people like the Lannisters. But then you had these morally gray people like Varys or Littlefinger, and they're all trying to get their own piece of the kingdom. And then at the same time, you've got what the monsters. hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, this is the part of the podcast where we <laughs> okay. talk for 30 okay. minutes. Break it down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Thurun described it as slow. I would describe it as character-based, where you got into the heads and minds and motivations of all these people. And, uh, you know, because George R. R. Martin created this huge backstory, you, you're just set in the middle. And you know these people had a past. They were friends. They were enemies before. And uh, and then they included the dragons and the White Walkers, so you've got all those other elements blended together. Plus, you had mysteries, so it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with, and uh, plus you had lots of sex and violence, mm. and uh, I think a lot of people like that. So that's why people were hooked for eight years. Um, and it came to a close this past month. And I was disappointed. <laughs> um, so before we go into that, maybe uh, is there something that you were invested in that ended, but you were like, all right, yes. I liked it. So I don't. I had this giant what? slab of cookie dough in my fridge once. And I mm. went through it in like four days. And when it ended, right. I felt terrible despair and lacrimose. Right. And uh, so. Uh, just to inform the the listeners, Thurn is a comedian by trade, so most of his answers are going to be uh, comedian with parentheses, non, parentheses non-revealing around that word. Lots of parentheses. Uh, now you know what I'm trying to think of any shows that I liked. That in- like, all right, hypothetically, let's say uh, SNL was to finish. Great this year. Would you no, be sad about them that? All off. They all it's terrible. <laughs> no. So again, let me emphasize <laughs> that most of the servants' answers will be sarcastic. No, I'm serious about that. That's just and... I mean, come on, the show's whatever at this point. I think I agree with that cast. Um, I would say um you know, when I was a kid, I th- I think when I was a kid more, I was more invested in television because that's all I really had. Uh so um remember like when like Family Matters ended or Perfect Strangers it was almost like a friend dying. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do on Thursday nights? <laughs> you know? For the listeners, <laughs> Theron really hasn't had much trauma in his life. So, with something from TGI Fridays. I mean, come on. Were you not, a, on. You were not affected Friday by that when like, air. when, like, shows would disappear off TV? Or, like, remember when, um, remember that show Dinosaurs <laughs> on ABC ended? <laughs> all right that's good example. I remember, remember how they all died like a meteor hit them and killed them all or something i forget exactly that's, that's it's like right. what the hell i was like 11 years old i was like oh my god like they have, there's no mercy dude. so you were uh were you happy about no of course not. <laughs> i don't understand any of that stuff for the listeners, Thurn has been severely traumatized by the end of Dinosaurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, Dinosaurs was an ABC show with, like, giant Muppets. And they, like, walked around and talked. Which wasn't even a good show, to be honest. It was just the intrigue of having these giant Muppets that could talk. 
Actually, it was a good show. If you go back, dude, I have watch I have watched full episodes. Show. The shows are done. I mean, the clips are okay, but like story wise, it's like okay, what the hell am I watching here? Yeah, I mean, they kind of ripped off The Simpsons, but um, I think that was the point. But um, yeah, that's good. So is there anything? Else? Nope, it's like, like the only show I watched. <laughs> Let's see, from the eighties, like Perfect Strangers, that ended. I was, I, I remember the end of uh, Growing Pains, and I thought, oh yeah, it's nice. It's like the kids went off to college. Mike did his own thing. What does Mike do? Comes uh, like a fuck. Uh, becomes a priest somewhere. Then becomes an actor. In real life, he became a hardcore right. Christian. Um, remember Saint Elsewhere, that TV show with the doctors. Remember the ending for that one. Yes, yes, that's with uh, one of the characters' son. I think it was autistic, and all of the all everything that happened was uh, took place in his imagination. Yeah, in a snow globe. Remember that he pulled up the snow globe. In a snow globe. What, what yeah. game? Yeah, I think that was that was kind of divisive for a lot of people, but that's it, it's very poetic. What if Game poetic. of Thrones all took part in a snow globe? <laughs> I think he did. One of the guys is autistic. No one of the kings is autistic. That would that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, that's why the everyone was worried about the long winter because it was in a snow. Okay, snow let, let let's make this more uh, appealing to our target demographic because millennials love us. Is there any shows currently that have this have Game of Thrones that have ended? That I mean, what about um, I don't know, Sopranos. Yeah, that's that was very divisive. Um, when I f- first watched it, I was this was in the uh, beginning ages of internet piracy, so I pirated <laughs> all the episodes. You're good. <coughs> if the, if anybody the, wants uh, to track Sean, <laughs> yeah, the FBI, they'll, they'll come and get me. Um, so the last episode ends with a, bl- a black screen, and I literally thought I had downloaded a bad version. And I was like, "Fuck!" They, some troll tried to uh, try to give me a, a bad copy, and now I have to download another one. And when I downloaded another one, it was the same thing. Oh, really? Hmm. So it pissed you off. <laughs> so it, it it pissed me off, and I was like, "That's the ending." And uh, I mean, it's been um, what over fifteen? Shit, I think it's been like fifteen years or something. And um, it is actually a good ending. Because, um, hey Sean, you, you keep cutting I off think... a bit. Are you uh calling me at the same spot you always call me from? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah was, maybe it's my phone. All right, I'll talk directly into the phone. Uh, I'm on speakers, that... mm, I don't know who cares, nobody listens, anyways. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, it turns out, uh, you know, everything going black foreshadows Tony's death basically uh, and I think that's a pretty, pretty good ending for Tony who was this violent sadistic psychopathic guy but you still liked him but you know those type of people don't last very long yeah I mean well what I don't understand just in general because right now Game of Thrones is a petition going on I think they have a million signatures to reshoot the last two seasons, which is just a farce because, of, of course, they're not going to do that. But there's general outrage about the ending. And what I don't understand is people have gotten 
entertainment the past seven or eight years, however long it ran. So it's like, isn't that good enough? Like, why does it have to end with this perfect bow? And that's that's a great question. And uh, there's actually an answer for that provided by The Simpsons 20 years ago when uh, there was an episode where uh, Itchy and Scratchy <laughs> had bad episodes. And comic book guy was like, I'm going to express my outrage on the internet. I love how you remember and this. Lisa was like, how can Lisa was like, how could you criticize a show that was given to you by hardworking writers and animators and creators? And then, you know, you can express all this outrage. And comic book guy's just like, worst episode ever. So it, it really doesn't matter <laughs> what, what, uh, what the creators do. I, I, I had a feeling even if they satisfied 60%, 70% of the people with a good ending, 30% would still be very upset. Um, when I say good, I think the, uh, ups- the uh, thing to be upset about with Game of Thrones is that the creators ended it very shortly. That- that's why everyone's upset. They had this forum to uh, do what they needed to do, but they were like, nah, we're not going to do that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I think you know, writing anything, especially TV, writing a singular episode is hard enough. To write a season finale, uh, yeah, not a season finale, it's a show finale, where you wrap everything up. That's got to be insane mm-hmm. to write. Right, right. So, exactly. Sean loves the uh, Seinfeld. Um, that was a that was a huge show when I was in high school. When that ended, that was a big deal too. Did you call it the yes, Seinfeld? Yes, the Seinfeld. When the Seinfeld ended. <laughs> right, right. That's another, that's a good, good one. Another divisive And they brought back Larry David for that, right? Uh, he he mm. left the show two seasons earlier and he came back to write this episode. And this was his vision for the ending. And uh, I I can say with his work on Curb Your Enthusiasm and his work on the Seinfeld, yeah, he's, he's, he he knows how to write. He uh, he's he's a he's very good. He's an amazing writer. Uh, I don't know what happened with, with this episode though. He just had this. I think this is probably where he was in life and what he wanted to do with these characters. Anyway, the Seinfeld characters went to jail. That was the ending. Right. All of them went to jail. I uh, I don't think anybody was uh, was expecting that. But that was his logical conclusion. He's like, these are horrible people. They've done horrible things. They've acted horrible ways. Why shouldn't they go to jail for their horrible behavior? Which is it is kind of poetic, but just um, I don't think it was very realistic at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I forget. I mean, to me, these are just fictional characters. So, I mean, it's not a big deal for me how it ends. But I, I forget people take it very seriously. In fact, you know, another issue is Game of Thrones ending after seven, eight years, it's kind of an anomaly now, because I think now, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, most of these shows only go two or three seasons on Netflix, and then they cancel them early, prematurely. Like, uh... Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, right now, that's the Netflix model, because Netflix hasn't been able to quite capture uh, long, long-term storytelling. Uh I think they might have been able to have done that if they kept their Marvel shows, but Marvel's doing their own thing. 
Um, you know, and, and having these short seasons can, can be good. That's how the British have been doing it for, you know, 50 years Oh, now. yeah, dude, look at your base. Only last for like three. Yeah, like The Office. Exactly. Well, in fact, Curb Your Enthusiasm keeps coming only... back. After, they take, he takes like a year break and comes back with more episodes. Uh, more than a year. It takes a few years. I mean, that's awesome. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting to see what kind of finale Larry David has. But I doubt it's going to be a finale. I think he's just going to do a series, let it end, and uh, that's it. I, actually, in the previous seasons, they could almost always be uh, series finales. I think the last season had him and, and Leon in Paris. Which is pretty fitting. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's another show I don't really watch. Uh, I've seen episodes, but um, I don't really watch a lot of TV, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. Um, no, because when, you know, back in the day, a lot of these networks would try to get their shows going five or six seasons just for the syndication rights. And you still see that today. I'm, I'm, I'm just, this is my you know, hypothesis, I'm not really sure about this, but you know, like Mike and Molly or you know, Two Broke Girls, like you see these shows, these mediocre shows going a couple of years because these networks try to squeeze out as much dollars as, as they can through the syndication markets. While while the digital things, they can't really do that. So they're like, ah, screw it. We can just end it and there's no repercussions to us. We're not going to make any extra money by just keeping them around. Uh, yeah, but now uh, I think HBO, they've always had, um, I don't know, they just had a good eye on, on producing these shows that become pop cultural events. Um, I know The Big Bang Theory just ended on yeah, CBS. Jesus Christ. And uh, I, <laughs> that's become one of the longest running shows. I, I was not, you know, it, it is a good series just to have in the background. I don't mind watching it in the background when there's nothing else on. That's, and that's what it is. You know, that's, that's how it's designed to be. And uh, I think that's perfectly fine. And that's why, you know, I'm not really invested in the, the ending or the characters. Um, and for me, it's not really part of pop culture phenomenon, more so that uh, we actually make fun of the characters and hate the characters rather than their beloved um, <laughs> But uh, let, let's go back to something I think uh, we touched on earlier. It's just that why these fans become upset is that now I think everyone is kind of uh, has this idea that they know exactly what to do. Now that the internet gives everybody an opinion, they think their opinion is right and that they can get their opinion made. Uh, you know, if you go to Reddit, you'll see a thousand theories about how Game of Thrones should have ended perhaps because of budget or scheduling or whatever, uh, they couldn't do that. They couldn't film that ending. But in everybody's heads, that's how it should have been. Uh, so that's, that's kind of why people get upset. And it's, it comes down to power. I think uh, people realize we've got the power. We're, we're putting our money into this show. We should be paid back substantially, uh, almost like an investment. I actually read on the Reddit threads, people were like, okay, the creators of Th Game of Thrones are starting Star Wars movie. Let's boycott it to make sure they never make anything again. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's power. 
you know it's it's been going on like this for the few past few years now hello hello all right i've just been talking and uh Theron has been disconnected so i'm just going to end this uh by myself all right <laughs> and we're back oh my god that was hilarious <laughs> so Sean was talking and by the way I think I missed most of it but I don't know if this will even work or not but let's find out so Sean was talking about um, God knows what and I could barely hear him and then we just pressed the nuke button and killed everything so uh, we're trying to attach this so let's, okay who cares what the hell were you saying Sean but um, your dick what? anyway that's why lizard people yeah. are going to take over Good. the world. <laughs> you know, it's actually kind of funny. We're talking about endings, and like the ending was hilarious. <laughs> you mean it was <laughs> unexpected? <laughs> they were like, this is like the Game of Thrones ending. Exactly. Um, All right. So the last thing I was going off on a rant about was the uh, power fans have over properties or that they think they have uh, I was saying that the creators of Game of Thrones have a new Star Wars movie coming out and people are already saying to boycott it so you know to get them to not have uh, any other properties to to write or create for and I, I'm just I just think uh, that's an amazing thing uh, not necessarily for good but it is uh, power you know and that's uh that's what they're doing with it. Well, I don't. I don't understand. I don't know, man. I I I don't get this uh, whole like, you know, nerd outrage of or any any outrage for because you know TV, TV well, shows have been ending for years. Uh, you know, you're, like you're you're a comedy nerd. I mean, what what makes you angry? Uh, you know, I mean, have you had a comedian that you follow that? Uh, you're like, can't believe he's writing these types of jokes. This is, this is the worst. Like, he used to be good. Now he sucks. No. The only time I get mad uh, in comedy is uh, if someone's unoriginal and takes someone else's material. I think, I think anybody has a... To write whatever the hell on stage. Um, but um, even, you know, endings translate to stage acts as well because um, you can get off it's it's so funny because yeah, I'm just think, I'm thinking this out loud here. It's a this whole outrage with Game of Thrones is is how people view comedy sometimes when they watch like a stage act. And if you can be a good comedian, but if you're not like if you're not killing all the way through, and if you don't close strong, like those are all factors in you getting booked uh, at a show. Of course, nowadays nobody cares. They kind of want YouTube stars. If you feel if you feel that's a whole other podcast. But I mean, I think endings it translates to all different mediums in general. Oh, that's interesting. So you're saying even if someone had a good set, if their last couple of jokes are kind of like whatever, that kind of ruins the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, you have to close strong. I mean, a lot of these road guys are just, you know, they have their act mapped out A to Z. It's almost like this this character arc within the comedy act. Well, you're relating. Wow. This is, this is fantastic. Right. Well, Honestly, but yeah, worlds but are colliding. Here, here's the flip. Uh, 
deeper analysis of that. Real fans of the, whoever's on stage don't really care. You know, like if Steve-O goes on stage and does whatever for like an hour and rides a skateboard in circles on stage, nobody cares who they're seeing. That doesn't really translate to TV because people want the story to end. No, no, no. You're, it still translates the same way. You're right. Um, people, uh, there, there are some people who were fine with the ending of Game of Thrones. Uh, they were like, yeah, that's, that's so amazing, you know, what they did with these characters. And uh, they were happy what the creators did. And uh, they feel they left on a high note. They left the stage on a high note. Um, so let me, let me so, ask a question. Are there any shows that you actually had enjoyed the ending and you were like, wow, that was really good? I really appreciate it because I'll, I mean, it's kind of been negative <laughs> not to be <laughs> pessimistic. Yeah, no, no, no. Right, right, right. Um, well, maybe that just goes to show how hard it is bad. to write TV because these are, these are pretty high level TV writers writing this stuff. Right, right. And the problem is when people get invested in the storylines, they make up their own storylines in their head. They become the writer for the show before the show becomes before it even comes out on the air. Uh, so it's like uh, you become like with Game of Thrones, you become invested with the characters. You're like, no, the uh, Daenerys should have uh, should have sat on the throne and, and been in love with Jon Snow and they should have had children and should have been a happy ending. And, you know, that's something people can write in their heads. But that's the problem for writers. Writers already know that people are doing that. And I don't know if um, they feel obligated to uh, do something different or, or if it's their, just their own take, but uh, they have to get ahead of, of, of people's own imagination. Honestly, just I'm kind of learning as I'm listening to you. I think, Human beings are just kind of selfish by nature and they want everything to have this. They want everything to be their way. Like you can even say like, I watch like a, a sports game, like a basketball game. If the other team wins by 10 points, it's not exciting at the end. You're like, Oh, that's a stupid game. You know, they blew them out by like 10, 20 points, but we want the drama. We want it to end on our terms. And when it doesn't end on our terms, then we that's, get mad. That's, that's an excellent point. Ended on our terms. Yeah. That's that's the uh, the mentality of society. I mean, look, right man. Now. To... I mean, you, you could really even, you know, talk about anything with endings. You can say like a relationship. If someone breaks up with you and they send you a cat meme, you're like, oh, that wasn't the ending I wanted. Right. I wanted this whole uh, I want this whole drama. It's four hour argument. You know, um, you can you can make this analogy anywhere. People want to end it on their own imaginative you know, circumstances, which are not true half the time. We're just all egomaniacs. That's, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, if you're tuning in just now, this is so your if you're tuning podcast. out, these are, these are gems. You should, this is like, this will be <laughs> posted on social media everywhere. To just watch for it. Media. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you now, I'm going to piece this together on YouTube for sure. Uh, so it'll be on YouTube. If right. Problems. Right, right. Um, so, for example, I have no vested interest in Big Bang Theory. I think it's a fine show. Like, it should end that it thing. They should end that show like five years ago, man. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you. I mean, I can just tell you it, individually. Like, if I see the show come on, like on TV or I'm on an airplane, I'll watch it, and I have no idea what's going on. 
I, the laughs but dude, are superficial, but that shows feels, the cash cow. The I, that, they kept that show going for money. Right, right. So, so what I'm saying is, in the end, if I, I haven't watched the finale, when I do, if I do watch the finale, it's not going to hurt me if uh, one of the characters dies or if like breaks up or whatever, because I have no expectations. I have no idea in what terms it should end in my own head. So that's uh, that's kind of the difference. Um, yeah, I guess it comes down to you know emotional involvement. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because like because now you got start, you got me started on like these different analogies. You know what the ultimate ending is? Is when people like kill themselves. Like people get mad. <laughs> like family members get mad. Like he was so selfish. I can't believe he did it, but he did it on his own terms. Like like why are you pissed off? You know mm. what I'm saying? Like that's like the ultimate ultimate. Yeah, but I mean, that's not. He got canceled. The best way. <laughs> Instead of God canceling me, I canceled. Yeah, self cancellation. Uh, that's uh, that's a pretty horrible thought. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I do. What I do. No, All right, so, uh, so I think, I think we're I think we're talking about it earlier. Yeah, death is. Uh, God's cancellation policy is like, all right, we've uh, we've got as far as we could with this character. (laughs) We we ran out of budget. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So so moving forward, so what shows are on the horizon that that are ending soon? um, That'll be canceled this year or next. Uh, Well, let's uh, let's talk about like shows that have hype. Uh, Stranger Things is beloved. Is that Uh, the next Game of Thrones? I have no. It is the next Game of Thrones. I mean, um, not next, but right now, it's it's very much hype. Uh, people love that show. It's a cultural phenomenon. And when it ends, I don't think it's going to end well. <laughs> not not because the writers had are going to write a bad ending, but just because people won't be satisfied. Because people, uh, it won't end on their terms. Right. Well, th- thankfully, uh, I only watched three episodes of Stranger Things, so I've got no emotional investment. So I'll just talk to you and ask you what happened. Right, right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> is that? Is, I mean, is that? Uh, is that as good a show as Game of Thrones? Honestly, no, it's not as good. It's just it's 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 a good show for what it is. It's a ad- adventure fantasy show about kids. Um, it's kind of like the Goonies mixed with uh uh ghostbusters or some supernatural show uh or monster squad that's a good example goonies with monster squad now if you say if you had said uh goonies with dinosaurs that would have been the ultimate <laughs> which is the next netflix show <laughs> god i i really i'm not a big fan of these old reboots of how they bring back shows in fact a lot of these reboots are getting canceled they're just not making a big deal out of it like uh Murphy Brown, like, lasted, like, just, like, one season. They got rid of that shit. Right. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all for nostalgia. Oh, dude, I just read Frasier. Um, Frasier. Did you read that in the trades? It's, like, six different iterations of Frasier that they're, shopping, that they're trying to consider. Like, different scenarios that Dr. Frasier Crane is in. Like, one, I don't know, like, for example, like, he goes to Chicago to, like, you know, start um retirement he, there's one where he moves in with the, you know like different scenarios like for plot. Are, are people imagining this no frazier Raider and his exec producers are trying to figure out the right the right oh. story premise wow 
So they already put it out there. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be getting made or not. I think I think Kelsey Grammer's got to approve it. But he was like, yeah, it's an article came out today. And like he was talking about there's a, a bunch of different pitches they have on the plate. Cool, cool. Okay, yeah. I mean, that was, uh, I've watched the, I didn't, I don't think I watched Frazier's ending uh, real time. I watched it on I don't know what happened. Don't tell me, don't tell me what happened. <laughs> he becomes a oh, I gotta catch up 11, 11 seasons mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot they could do I guess alright well um, I think that's enough I think we talked a lot about ending. speaking of endings <laughs> this, this is already ended once we can end it again see that's what people want they want two endings <laughs> yes they do they went to, we're going to get a lot of letters, petitions saying that we have to re record this episode. <laughs> we want different people. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And, um, anything else you'd like to add to this momentous episode? I think this was actually a uh, substantial conversation compared to other podcasts. Our our podcast. I think we actually uh, touched upon something. Well, I like that. As always, if you want to ask us any questions, please feel free to email us. Email us. Uh, my email is tharunthinks. <laughs> tharunthinks, dot com, and you can email us any questions. We'll read them on on uh, the our, on the air, so millions of listeners will, will listen to your question, and and then we'll just laugh at you. And then uh, you can buy my book, which is available at thyronthinks.com. It's about comedy and it's a narrative fiction book. So please check that out. And uh, 2020, new hand. Watch nice. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to say about it? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. You got to build the hype. <laughs> That's all. All you need is a six stones and you'll be on, on your way. <laughs> I've already got the time still. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'll see you soon. Bye.